Okay, intro. I'm loving it. You know what? <laughs> Oops. Oh my god. <laughs> what did I? Oh, that was an accident. Sorry. You are so annoying. <laughs> I will break all your fingers. <laughs> I accidentally clicked on it. Yeah. He, no, you, you spoke into existence. It's your fault. Wow, an actual heathenism. No, in front you of my really eyes. did do. You really did speak into. <laughs> that was an accident. It was a no, joke. It, wasn't. it was literally you a joke. You can never do that here. You can't. It will always go too far. Because sure. Mystique over here was like, I was like, what's our intro and. She's like, oh, it's the Let's Get Digital. So I did it. <laughs> oh, speaking of, hey, y'all, welcome to uh, Pillow Talk here on 88.5 FM WCG Cougar Radio. My name is DC. I'm Mystique. And my name is Matthew Moon. <sighs> Boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I'm sad that you played that. Are we going to have to re record that when you leave? Oh, or, or let it die. I was just thinking that. I was like, um, like where it's like, mm, let's talk. Yeah. Do we have the rights to your voice when you leave? Yeah, I will grant permission. I thought y'all might want to change it, but feel free to keep no, it. No, I definitely keep the intro. I want to burn Let's Get Digital, so that's dead. <laughs> right, I will be here. We don't even do that segment. Oh, we don't. We need to get to something. We better. need a new segment. We do. What's our second half going to be called? Okay, I mean, we can think about that later. Matthew Moon is new. He needs to bring new ideas. Right. Where's oh, come on with the fresh ideas? I'm not talented. <laughs> that you are one of the. I okay. Hate, no, okay. No. 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 Compliments. You know what I mean? Like one of <laughs> I'm the most creative people. For... <laughs> That's enough of that. You're literally a celebrity. <laughs> like he walked by. Um, and Davidson to say hi to me, like, because I'm a friend, <laughs> and all these other bodies was like. I was so happy. I was like, oh. I, I didn't realize all of y'all were in there. I was so happy to see all of y'all. Yeah. It really made my day. I was like, Aww. oh. It really warmed my heart. Oh, oh my God. That? Yeah. So, yeah, just in case you're um, it made me sick. just now tuning in, we are full of cheese here. So, if you're lactose intolerant. Boy, that actually Whoa, gave... that added to it. Oh. <laughs> I actually have, like, I don't even know what that was. Like, <laughs> I'm, no. I got diabetes or something. That was gross. Was <laughs> it ever. too sweet or? That was just disgusting. You oh. know. <laughs> Does it belong in the trash? Okay. For sure. I love me some metaphors, y'all. That was not a metaphor. No, okay, a- simile. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't pass English. <laughs> just kidding. I'm sure you did. You're in college. Yo, I'm hot. I need to take this shirt off. Oh, and then, wait, is there something underneath yeah, it? Yeah, there is. Oh, okay. one. Go for it. I know. Feel free, yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm that's just funny. gonna complain. Okay. Because that's, that's kind of what we're talking about today. Oh, let's do it. Okay. Good. That was a good segue. Good segue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> 2%! That 2% coming in hot! <laughs> uh, so I was, I was or it was really Mystique's idea. <laughs> I don't take credit for it because I don't remember what I said. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Came in here and I asked. I was like, "What are we talking about?" Miss said, "I don't know." I said, "Oh, message you came up with it." She said, "Oh, I did, but I forgot." I was okay because like, Tuesday I was literally sleep deprived. I was up for twenty four hours. I don't remember anything. There's like blank blank spots of Tuesday in my mind. So you're ridiculous. I but am. I shouldn't have done that. I never would have guessed because you were so. I know. That's all I was surprised. I was like, "Wow, I should do this more often." But like, it, I crashed. I crashed so it. hard. Yeah, <laughs> body could it. not handle it. So. <sighs> What was my topic? But now it's your topic. Um, so, um, basically, kind of talking about like fashion in the workplace and kind of where we're going with fashion. So, like, for example, like Target and how they're being more gender neutral and stuff. So, oh, I, yeah. I was thinking we just talk about where fashion is now and where we're going. Cool. I love sense? that. Cool. 
Let's jump in. Um, educate me about the Target going more gen. Is that like an actual initiative that they are doing? I think so. Or it's something you've noticed? Because I know they did it with the toys. No, it was like an initiative thing. Like, um, I I mean, I want to say it was a while ago, but probably mm-hmm. it was this year. It was like two years ago. It was like, who knows? Oh, I'm late. Because <laughs> especially um, with the whole transgender bathroom thing that went on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Target yeah, yeah. was like one of the first ones to hop on it. Or first big companies. Because I'm sure smaller companies did it. Yeah. But yeah. Target, because you do need a big company to represent. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. but um, Target jumped on to um, having transgender bathrooms so people feel more comfortable in their stores, which I was like, cool. And then they announced that they were going to take away the boys sign over the boys toys, quote unquote. So it just says toys. Yeah. Um, And a lot of people were mad saying that, like, how will I know what where to get my toys or how will my son or daughter know what toys to get sort of thing? LMAO, whatever they like. Right, which is yeah. so goofy because, like, toy packaging is still, like, pretty, um, I guess, gendered. Oh, for sure. Like, Barbie dolls are always in the pink pretty boxes. Mm-hmm. I mean, just because, like, they happen to be in the same aisle does not necessarily mean your kid's going to want a Barbie doll. But if your kid wants a Barbie doll, like, why is that such an issue for you, you turd? Yeah. <laughs> Get it together. Yeah, for sure. And then I think, I am not 100% on this, but I think they're going to start doing that the same with clothes. Yeah, which Target is cool. has, yeah. Yeah, and I love that because I think it's for baby clothes though. I'm yeah. not sure if it's for like adults. No. Though. Yeah. No, I think it's we're just not, baby clothes. Maybe not there yet. No, we're not there. <laughs> yeah, maybe not this lie, new though. generation cycle. Yeah. I would be a little mad though, because guys' pants fit so differently. Do you have some oh. Oh, yeah. the only thing I have to say is that shirts would be very hard. Yes. Because they have to be cut different. Yeah. And that's the only thing. For sure. Is well, that, but to go with that point though, like I mean, have yeah, the same designs, most definitely. I don't... I, I, most definitely, but the cuts... You got tick all bitties. So even though you shop in women's, like, you still have to shop very carefully for what you get as mm-hmm. far as cut and everything. So even if it wasn't, like... Even if it wasn't gen... What am I trying to say? I feel like I had a... Well, I'm talking about I t-shirts. Know you, you know what I mean? Like, besides, like, the t-shirt that I'm wearing right now, like, the purposely unisex ones, um, just, like, normal graphic tees and whatnot... Mm-hmm. You can tell that the cut is different because of the guys' how necks guys are always really tip- high. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because hot, like, because guys and girls actually take off their shirts differently because of the cut. What? So they don't mess up, mess up their hair. I actually tried it. If a girl tries to take off their shirt doing the whole thing, grabbing from the back, our hair is going to be completely screwed up. I feel like it's only and then a if specific guys type try to guy do the that. thing where we cross in the front uh, and pull up, it, it gets Wait, hot on their that? face. Who does how do you take your? I actually do that. I just I put my sleeves, sleeves in. Yeah. I go straight I just up. Sleeve, sleeve. I do sleeve and then I. What kind of monster? Oh, introduce no. yourself, by the way. You just slid <laughs> in here. I, I wasn't supposed to like. No, I was just saying that real quick. But no, you're on I the mean, panel yeah. now. I was about to say it's too late. Plus, like it's a better yeah. representation. You're yeah, for very sure. tiny. Mm-hmm. Take oh, yeah. all bitties. Yeah, yeah. It is a lot about like body shape, like because I. Like, sometimes when I go in, especially Walmart now, like, I know back in the day, Walmart was popping with the graphic tees for girls and guys. Mm-hmm. Now only the guys have, like, cool graphic t-shirts. And since I've gotten more, like, go ahead and mark me, I like crop tops. <laughs> and I hate having to cut them myself because, like, they don't look cute. But if, like, I go in the girl section, they're already cute. Oh, you got the cute little graphic. I'm like, great, perfect. I'm not, I don't trust myself to cut up a shirt. So I really need that. I need guys to start wearing crop tops so I can wear crop oh, tops too. I'm feeling please. that. I've seen like the little, uh, even the ones that are just like, I uh, guess, what would you call them? Like Eye waters, I guess is what, but like shirt version. Yeah. Where they're just slightly short. Like let's start there. Yeah. Cause those are cute. And 
you know, they're so freaking cute. And men like to take off the shirt, anyways. Like that's like the best of all. Especially worlds. when they're like, I haven't seen a guy play basketball in a long time because I stay in the house. But like when they play basketball and they take off the shirts versus the skins, like, uh. Uh, <laughs> oh, for sure. But like in for me, I like to wear. I think I wear masculine and feminine, and like mixed together. I like to combine different types of clothes. I like to do different things with my fashion because. To me, fashion is fun to do. It's like a way to express yourself. For sure. Oh, do you mind me saying this? Because we went shopping for like, you were looking for like a la- a white lace. Oh, yeah, yeah. Top. And we, I think we went on Lane Bryant. Mm-hmm. And that, for those who don't know what that store is, it's a female clothing store. They Plus don't size. have anything yeah. guys wise and whatnot. And the fact that you were so comfortable to go in there, I was very like proud of you. Oh, stop. Like, I'm, I don't know. I'm just very Beautiful. proud of you. You've grown so much since I look met at you. But when I look at you, Matt, I really don't see, like, masculine or feminine clothing. Like, I just see, I think I see more masculine because that's how you present yourself. Like, you never said, oh, I want to identify as feminine. So even if you're wearing, like, high heel boots, I see that as masculine high heel boots now. <laughs> like, that's just how it goes. And it's because, like, to me, like, it does not even close to matter mm-hmm. what I'm wearing because... And at the end of the day, like, I'm just going to take these clothes off, you know? Like, yeah. It's not really. <laughs> but um, I really, um, the reason this topic came up is because I, I had a meeting with a boss of mine. They were saying that they like the way I dress. So at first they were like, you need to present yourself more professionally. So I thought I was getting ready, like, emotionally to be, like, hit with some quote unquote truths. I was getting ready to hear, don't dress like that because it casts a bad light or something. Because I heard that before. Right. And they said, I like the way you dress. Once you get into the business, be quirky, be yourself, because people are going to love that. Yeah. And I, that really hit me in the heart because uh, I want to say six months ago, my other boss, they said that I can't, I shouldn't dress like this inside work or outside of work because it reflects badly on their business. They said people might not want to do business with someone who wears dresses. Okay. I don't wear dresses. And that really hit me in the heart yeah. a different way. And the fact that I went to my mom about it because I was feeling a little emotional about it. And she was like, he's right. <gasps> no, mommy. Yeah. No. And I know she still has a lot to yeah. do growing because this isn't like normal for her. But that and I got mad at her and I said, um, well, you didn't help at all. And I left and she was like, well, don't ask for my opinion. And I was like, I wasn't asking for your opinion. I, was I want you to support. support me. <laughs> right. And so when my other boss said that, I was like really ready to cry because that like really right and then on top of that they don't even like basically i don't know like to me not saying that being on the level of a drag queen is disrespectful but like that's pretty much what they were insinuating i feel like yeah that you were playing dress up or something yeah even someone in my family said because you know that long net black thing i have mm-hmm. i was one i once my family member told me that um i look like a transvestite is what they said to me because i was wearing that and that's an overshirt. It's an overgarment. It wasn't something, it just accentuated what I was wearing. It wasn't like the main point of it. But the fact that you said that to me, um, it, and then they wondered why I was offended. Yeah. And they were like, oh, well, go cry about it or something. Because wow, they like to wow. say, go throw a pity party is what they say. I want to throw hands. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, they're surprised we don't have a good relationship. Yeah. Like, you can't say things like that. Oh, to man, me that's great. It's who I am and that you're coming after me. And that's, why well, I feel so bad for people like Magic Johnson's son. Oh, I love EJ. I, I love him because, and he said something in a Red Table Talk um, with the Smith oh, yeah, family. Yeah, yeah. He said, um, if I want that on my body, it's going to be on my body because that's what I feel good in. And I was like, all snaps because. Wait, we have that. I'm scared. But it, it's, <laughs> e, it's E. <laughs> okay. 
I was gonna put F, so I don't know what F was. But yeah, that like really <laughs> it really spoke to me, and I really I'm I want to help definitely champion that into this next generation because right now we're under people who are still like yeah I'm ready for those dinosaurs to die out so I yeah. I mean you're doing it for like like a whole better purpose I feel like than what I want I just want to be able to wear my like colorful hair I want to be able to like and that's stupid too I just don't want to have to like wear business casual like be boring all day that's nothing like that is in my wardrobe right. so it would just really bum me out to have to go to work every day and be like I can't even look like who I really am <laughs> yeah. right because if I want to wear a blouse like why can't I that's still professional yeah it's but because totally professional I'm male I can't wear that and vice versa, like when some females wear suit jackets, like oh, yeah. guys are like, "Why aren't you wearing a skirt or something?" Right. You know, like stupid things. And I'm like, "We have so so much so far to go. to go." And so, even outside of like gender norms and things like that, um, I actually had a conversation with one of my younger cousins earlier um, because my um, uncle had thrown like a party and whatnot, and it was a costume party. And I didn't have a costume, but I just threw on, like, one of my blonde wigs that I just have and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And she was talking to me about how she really wanted to um, start cosplaying. But her dad was like, no. He was like, no, you can't be one of those people. Those people. Those are a whole bunch like, of reactions. Like, those people. <laughs> and, I was, and I was like, there's absolutely nothing wrong with cosplaying. Right. And there's and no I'm type like, of one person that does it. Right. right. <clears throat> exactly. I'm like... And pretty much I was like, don't worry about it. Because I'm like, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. And basically, I ignored what he said. And I was giving her tips. I was like, if you want to cosplay, I'm like, you're um, just putting on like a school girl outfit is not going to work. You need to figure out what character you want because there's so many different types. Mm -hmm. And like, that's what I was talking about. I was like, most definitely do it. Like, I don't care. I was showing her pictures of um, like costumes that people have done. I was like, people make this into an actual career. Yeah. Right. And, and I was it, like money's there. Exactly. But um I don't know. It's just weird because dress, just just getting dressed in different um aspects is just it's such a statement. Treated is is a mm -hmm. statement and it's treated differently depending on like what you're wearing, where you're wearing it, who you are and whoever sees it. And it's right. very it's a very like identifying concept. Mm -hmm. Um there's this, do y'all know the, and this is not to, <laughs> this is not to, you know, checking everything. Yeah. This is no shade or um, no type of insinuation as far as um, people who do like to go to these stores. Because I go to these stores. I, I One of my favorite, like, clubbing outfits is from the store. But it's, um, shoot, it's like, I would call it a preppy southern white girl store is, like, the epitome of what it is. Okay. And so there's one, like, at the strip mall. And my mom really wanted to go in it for Black Friday. And I was like, I'm good. I know it's going to be in there. Like, I'm totally okay. Mm -hmm. And then I just started thinking about it. And they have this line. And, I mean, there was um, one or two people of color. But mainly it's just, like, white women. Like, mm -hmm. through varying age, varying age ranges. But just mainly white women. And so my mom thought that was so funny. And she was like, well, I just didn't even know. I was like, well, it's very identifying. Like, this is what they wear. This is, And I remember in high school, like, you know, you mm -hmm. had to keep up with certain fashion trends and I think it's all very personal. Like when Matt dresses, I feel that like you reflect a lot of your mood in the way. Actually, I think that's everybody, but yours is just like a very like evocative way of like I'm feeling such and such today. Like I'm feeling very French or sophisticated. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I can totally get that all the time. It's the same thing with Mystique. Like Mystique has such distinct, unique looks. For sure. And for me, I remember like when I stopped wearing a bra, 
Hallelujah. You know? <laughs> and it was such a, like, now I would get, and I think about this all the time, but if anybody asked me to put one on, I would be, like, super offended. And if yeah. it was at a job, I would I would strongly consider leaving the job. Yeah. Exactly. Because it's a part of, like, who I am. And it's and I think about this also. I work at a, um, a bookstore with pretty much all exclusively women. And there's um, two transgender guys. Like, it's super just aware and just everybody's down to have a conversation so fun. it's amazing and i remember at my other jobs where it's been like men my breasts were like almost always a topic of conversation at some point really that has never happened at this job how wow the mm-hmm. progressive you know is, <laughs> no it really leaps and bounds it is very interesting um for me it's slightly different because it's aquatics it's um being a lifeguard and um, my bosses and whatnot, they're all male, but they've all been working in this industry since they were like teens. Mm-hmm. So at this so at this point they're desensitized to it. But you can see it kind of within the younger guards, like the first year guy guards when they come in, and especially right when we're getting ready for the summer, we have to tell them we're like, Hey, by the way, you most definitely will get in trouble if you're trying to pull numbers. Also, you need to do your job. So all the um for lack of a better word, t- and ass <laughs> that you see, ignore it because um they can still die. So LOL. would you rather have alive or dead? <laughs> like right. do I, your job. Yeah, for sure. And I I was I meant to ask all the time, did for during orientation, did our boss ever ask you to put one on? No. Oh. With my students, it would occasionally come up. Really? Uh-huh. And and I can't remember. I think, like, guys, and I'm used to it with men, um, like, kind of making a joke out of it. And so I just make a joke. I remember it used to really fluster me. But now I've gotten to the point where I've heard it enough that I'm just like, oh, yeah, like, what about it? Mm-hmm. And then I just let it be awkward so that you feel <laughs> so you feel uncomfortable. So that you feel super uncomfortable that you're asking me about my breasts. Right. Like, exactly. But if it's a woman, and normally women, there have been judgmental women who are, like, mm, mm-hmm. with their little, the little lip thing that goes up. Uh-oh. But most of the time, they'll ask, um, you know, like, oh, I wish I could do that. Or, they, yeah, they won't really ask me, like, oh, I wish I could do I that. I think I've actually said that, too. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm always, I'm, but again, I don't understand the tickle bitty thing, but I'm always like, let them let out. Mm-hmm. Let, yeah. It's better for them anyways because the when muscles helps them, like, stay up. Like, if you have a bra on all the time, mm-hmm. it weakens your breast mu- or It your, does. Yeah, so it's better to have them out. And I know it's it can be so frustrating to just constantly hear about like oh i see your nipples okay you can see men's like super cool all the time (laughs) and nobody ever says jack to a dude with his whole little nipple i'm not not no shades guys like especially if you have like breast whatever but if you have a titty and i have a titty why is your titty okay but my titty is offensive i'm like like, by the way for people who don't know everyone can get breast cancer for sure everyone everyone you have breast fat you can get it checked regardless of your sex you can get breast breast (laughs) cancer cancer. right so um yeah while you're out here policing my nipple (laughs) and we heard that a lot at pride too um when your friend oh yeah i want to say our friend i don't want to sound like yeah (laughs) but when when our friend was you know she she was topless free Um, the nipple and it, there was a lot of mixed reactions, but mostly positive. Mostly mm-hmm. positive. Um, a lot of women, especially, were like, um, Fuck yeah, yeah, <laughs> free the nipple." And, like, and they were like, "And there they was were something so like, I wish I could do too. that." And it really, really just like was such a positive, festive vibe. And then, um, and then you had some 
Yeah. Law enforcement. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. were really aggressive about it too. Like it wasn't it wasn't like, hey, put a shirt. It was like really aggressive. Grabbing yeah. her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was it was very weird. Um, and even like because I think the from my understanding of the whole free the nipple movement, it's like mainly about the equality between like guys can be shirtless and women can't. But like I feel like it kind of ties into the whole uh, breastfeeding thing because mm-hmm. people yeah. get so offended that moms have their boobs out trying oh, to feed their kids. God. And I'm like, what are you afraid of? Like, what you think's over there? Breastfeed in the bathroom? That no, makes me so pissed off. Men right. don't like the fact that breasts aren't for them. They're not it, at sis, all. Well, yes, like, they're Lord. so sexualized, and that's part of the reason they why they really like, are. Oh, we can't see your nipple because it's sexy. Now it's like, sexy no, it's not. I'm turned like, on. Liter- Shut up. Like literally, right. if I was pregnant or had a child, I would be leaking right now. Um, <laughs> yes, right. That is not sexy. Uh, there's all. nothing sexy about there's that. There's nothing sexy. I'm like, have I'm, I'm like, I don't know how many times. Literally, my mom she would tell us um, that when we were little, and she was like breastfeeding us. Like sometimes they bled because children bite yep. when they get teeth. They bite. Yo, right. breastfeeding. And then like so. it gets chapped and like. It's oh, yeah, not you sexy have crusty at nipples. all. <laughs> it is not sexy at all. Like, what? What? What is wrong? With are you like some people are saying? I remember there was a conversation once where people were like, um, how women were trying to like not breastfeed as long because you know they wanted to give their boobs back to their men or whatever. And I'm that's, like, oh, no, that's I'm like, I'm sorry, so these... gross. I will literally squirt somebody in the <laughs> eye with my breast milk. Like, do not ever right. insinuate that my children cannot eat because you are being. Mm-hmm. Because it, of a man, because right. of like, what? Because of a body part that you see probably literally every day. Yeah, a body part you see every single day grosses you out that it has more than one function. Exactly, Honestly. a body part that you've seen since you were a child and you didn't think about it. That's right. the thing. Like, because it's very interesting that I never even thought about like breasts and that I might have one one day. Mm-hmm. Even though my <laughs> mom so has been had them, she's you know talked about them since I was like little. Right. And she was like, "Yeah, I breastfed you," and I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> and then, like, literally, puberty happened. And she was like, "Bye." She's like, "Oh, look at your little mosquito bites." I was like, "What?" <laughs> and I was like, "Wait, what is happening?" And, she, and like, literally, I went on the tour with my grandmother and all my aunts. They're like, "Look at her." No, I hated that because, and I was like, "Why are we doing this?" Yeah, when I got breast, I my aunt she like made fun of me so bad. She called me. Tata delicious, mm-hmm. and I hated having oh, big boobs God. like when I was little, oh. and now I've embraced it. That's and, good. But I mean, but I was like, why'd you bully me for that? That's stupid. Because exactly. you got breasts too. Like, what when was the point? You, when did y'all get your? When did you get them? Um, I was in fifth grade when I started getting like large mountains. And yeah, then, yeah. Well, I, I was also in fifth grade. Were... <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, that's the whole story behind it. Oh, <laughs> uh, I didn't. Okay, so mine weren't obviously like larger than normal until maybe about like ninth grade. Really? Like wow. obviously, um, and then they kind of just went through like a growth spurt through high school. <laughs> I don't understand, but um, Dang. but no, like going with the whole sexualized thing because like I've mentioned this multiple times that I'm most definitely getting a breast reduction at some point in time Good because they hurt. For yes. those do not that do not know. You are carrying like five pound weights on your chest. Do you not understand? Like they weigh stuff. They yeah. they're they're not like just there. Air. It's heavy. They're, right. they're filled it's with air. Fat. They are they are literally lumps of fat. Right. Like, okay? That's why they're squishy. Sure. Like tru- <laughs> like tru- like truthfully, this is this is why heart disease is like greater in like. I think it actually might be women. I don't know. I have to. I think it out. might be women. But like we literally hold fat close to our heart. Like that is not healthy. 
Right. Everyone says that. It was like, you know, like the fat in your abdomen is like the worst, is like the most yeah. uh, serious that you really need to look at. And I'm like, we literally biologically have these. They, they just develop there. Okay. Yeah. But like, I'm most definitely getting breast reduction. The only reason I'm not is because at some point in time, I thought I was going to have kids. And I was like, I, I want to breastfeed them. And so, I wasn't sure if you could. If I think you you, yeah, reduction. you can. People with fake boobs can still breastfeed. I have a question. I have no idea. Um, oh, yeah. I'm like, so it wasn't about my man. It's literally about the children. <laughs> That's what they're there for. Bless you. Um, I don't really deal with this because I, I mean, I deal mm-hmm. with it at the workplace as far as like people will like notice my nipples, mm-hmm. but I don't have large boobs. And so like, do you ever get, cause I feel that large boobs are inherently just like more focused on. And so at work, does that ever come like become an issue? Even if you're not dressing with like a low top or even like, anything considered quote unquote scandalous. You still get comments about how big they are, like you need to I'll cover up. Yeah. Um, even if like even if you feel that you're dressing perfectly appropriately. See, I always feel like even with like this amount of cleavage, I feel like this is appropriate. But I For sure. Maybe I'm just like this in my ways of thinking. So when people tell me, Oh, I need to raise my cleavage up, I'm like, for what? Like What's down there? There's nothing. It's just yeah, two. It's just two little cute boobies. They're just chilling. Like I don't understand why I have to pull my shirt up, but like it's never really been a problem. Like I know I've had um, for my pants like being too tight. Like people have like mm-hmm. gotten onto me about that because they're like, "Well, who are you dressed up for?" And I'm like, "I just wearing my jeans, man." And then for what too tight for you is not too tight for me. Like I feel like my pants are absolutely yes. appropriate. Yeah. So that was a loud snap. Go ahead. Oh, uh-huh. go you ahead. Snap with all my fingers. Actual... Y'all see this? <laughs> <laughs> snap all over. But no yeah. one taught me how to snap. <laughs> Clearly. That was like how for how. <laughs> and it's just how it worked. For yeah. sure. I've always been interested. Mm-hmm. I don't know. For me, like I said, my bosses were very desensitized to press. Um, I have, there have been comments from like coworkers, both male and female. They were like, I was like, I don't want to offend you, but like, they're so big. And I was like, wow, yeah, um, I've known that. My sister's told me <laughs> about that. <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, oh, I didn't know that. Serious? But like, um, I've never actually been told to cover up um, because of my boobs. I've been told to cover up because I went from the pool to like, hey, I need you to like sit in the front row right now. Like, put your shirt on. Because <laughs> we don't like, because the, the guys can't walk into the front um, with just their trunks on. They have to have a shirt on. So everyone has to have a shirt on. But like, more often than not, um, no for me, <laughs> thankfully. But, yeah. like, it is a struggle mm-hmm. finding clothes. People used to fits. touch my boobs all the time. Though. Really? Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, that was never like, had that. And I didn't think about, like, it being, like, harassment at the time. But they were always like, oh, my God. And my boobs are really not that big. Like, I feel like I have an average size. I'm a double D. So that- I feel like that's why I'm desensitized oh. now. Like, when guys are trying to, like get in the bed with me and they're like licking on me and stuff I'm like I don't <laughs> mm. none of that's working you gotta go gotta exactly. go lower <laughs> exactly <laughs> this is not doing anything cause people have just like they think I guess they like mm-hmm. oh we're friends they're like oh I've talked to you one time let me touch your boob and like I'm like can y'all calm down like this is mm. a lot right. like but <laughs> that's and that I used to or still don't Um, for a while now I've like kind of disliked the animes that just Oh, I hate those. Because oh to me, I just imagine some old man in his little animation <laughs> studio. Like, <laughs> I'm going to like. <laughs> For sure. Especially the ones that don't like, they make the boobs super huge. The girls are like itty, itty bitty. And they make them and bounce. And then they boot oh, yeah. the bounce. Uh, and they bounce it counterclockwise. They just go everywhere. I freaking exactly. love when they go counterclockwise. What is that? <laughs> I was like, who are you 
watching. We were like, just talking about that though, because Nia was like, I was like, I forgot what I said. What am I gonna wear tonight? And he was like, nipple tassels. And we were yeah, like, was... the girls that could go this way, <laughs> they could go that way. I wanted to be like, I've never even yeah. seen that. Okay. It just bothered me because for me, I was like, I always had it in my mind that that was for men. Like that was it for is. men to watch. And yeah, it is. Yeah, so I was always like, this is nasty. Like. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not nasty, but I thought it was inappropriate. No, I feel you because anything that I think about, like if I think it's made specifically with men in mind, I hate it. Me too. I'm so bad. <laughs> no, but that is real. I'm <laughs> so bad. Anything that for men enjoyment, I'm like, Mm-mm, not yeah, in my house. No, yeah, this is very unrealistic. I don't. Yeah, no. But then they bring that into real you. life too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they do. Oh uh, no, I was literally reading um, DC this. Oh, it was so. Oh, it was so funny. But it was literally. It it was like, oh, so note for um, men writers. (laughs) It literally. It it was the longest thread. These things are not plausible. These things are not plausible. And I was like, hey, if a woman has a ponytail in her hair for like hours on end, she takes it out. It will not automatically become straight. No, not at all. I was like, if there's an updo, pulling out one pin will not work. She has like 137 in her hair. Look, there's Plus, not like, one pin ever so holding that together. So much Her hair can withstand her, like, um, what was it, magnitude two <laughs> hurricane winds. I was like, it's so true. It's fun. But guys, like, they literally never think of, like, those things. Mm-hmm. I mean, but sometimes women writers don't either. Oh, yeah. It's just there like, was a number of girls who was like, I didn't, it's like, I'm a girl and I didn't even know some of these things. Yeah, existed. and they just write it so weird. And I know there was, this is, like, a really, like, kind of weird, um, I forgot who wrote it. It was, a, like, a famous person. She wrote a um, book about, like, her life experience. But, like, the first paragraph of her book was her talking about her breastfeeding her son. But she described it um, like a gerbil drinking out of, like, um, a little um, water thing yeah. and that <laughs> disturbed a lot of people that that imagery and I was like I mean that is kind of weird but you know go ahead girl go off yeah like right. but maybe like, when I, you I'm look not. down you see a little gerbil I don't know <laughs> 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 maybe that's a nickname for a your child he's a little gerbil yeah. I don't know yeah. a little baby like, but um let's hit the rest of this up after a break because we're at 30 minutes hey. um, but we got it says X with me because I don't I don't know but it's by Rihanna y'all know it guess the song <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You've been listening to Pillow Talk here on 88.5 FM WCG Cougar Radio. Ew. Oh, I thought you usually said your name. Oh, I'm I'm no, DC. I almost said I'm Mystique. I'm nobody. I'm Mystique. <laughs> I'm Dirty Dan. <laughs> <laughs> no, y'all. I want to show y'all this when we go on break. Okay. I'm, I'm Matthew Moon, by the way. <laughs> and this Nia. Yeah. Okay. TTYL. <laughs> Amazing All this all work, no vacation Stay up off my Instagram, pure temptation Hit a switch on a fake like a station Sex with me, so amazing Sex with me, so amazing
it a feel alright The sex doesn't get any better, make it long, let it be all night I know, I know, I make it hard to let go Tonight on night in my row, even if I'm alone Sex with me so amazing Welcome to, uh, we might need to take a break. Welcome to Hello <laughs> Talk here on 88.5 FM, WCG Cougar Radio. My name is DC. I'm Mystique. My name is Matthew Moon. I'm Nia. I'm still here. Um, <laughs> I really want to tear that apart. Um, yeah. Um. Okay. So background for yeah. the listeners. About what we're talking um, about. Yeah. What's the title we're we're talking about? Oh yeah, tell them the title if they want to look it up What's later. What's the title of the video? Um. Oh. Yeah, go for it. Uh, it was... This is what the life of an incel looks like, and that's I N C E L. I'm Viceland. Yeah, on YouTube. Um, basically, an incel. If you haven't, and I had not heard of the term before, a friend um, recommended because we talk mm-hmm. about stuff like this. He he told me about it. It basically means involuntarily celibate, um, and it's a sect, I guess, of men who believe that um, women are not going for their type. And that they are, they've tried many times to have sex and to not be celibate anymore, but they've failed. And so Vice is kind of like attached themselves to this one guy and he runs a chat room. And it's, it's kind of, it's a very brief synopsis of this entire culture, but they have, it seems like a, a trend of suicides and of violence against communities. And they talk very disgustingly about women. And, and um, it's just a very, intense disgusting t- oh, I don't know if I should say that but it's just a very I'd intense community disgusting because yeah. how could you de- like it just bothers me how you can degrade and like literally say you want to kill the same people that you are basically begging to have sex with that makes no literal sense it's so disgusting to me that people sit there and spend their time doing that like yeah uh, I mean, I feel like in some ways, like, I feel sorry for them because, like, it looks like it's really, like, a mental disorder, but. For sure. For I, sure. Uh, uh. I was definitely feeling a huge range of emotions, like, because uh, 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 I was really trying to think back to, like, where is this, why, where is this probably coming from? I think a lot of this probably just comes from, first of all, it's super sad, but I think a lot of it just comes from human, like, human desire and need to have to put people in certain ranks and feel like they have to like say you're not as good as this. So and so what I'm saying is I feel like people do put them aside and say no one wants you. And I think that that's probably where they feel that. But also at the same time, those people are probably um, looking for someone way like I don't want to say out of your league because then that's like yeah. putting them somewhere. But I think that a lot of it's coming from like people put so much pressure on physical looks. Yeah. And if you don't fit that, then you're undesirable. And that also forces people to go for people who are desirable. So, like, if I went after Channing Tatum, for example, like, I'm not up there, quote-unquote. So um, if someone was putting me down, I want to strive for better. I'm not going to stay on my level. I want to go better. And I think at the point, it drove them to being kind of extremists. Yeah. Like, they 
went over the edge and i think it is a mental thing yeah like society puts so much pressure on people because they're thinking so, it counts so much for looks like when in reality it's like a lot of people is presenting yourself how you talk to people like your personality because like there are plenty of people that like are not attractive to me but like are with people that are conventionally attractive because they are good people their mm-hmm. vibes are like aligned like that's technically how like it should be how it goes most of the time mm-hmm. i think like i don't know too many people that have successful relationships off of just looks at all so i yeah. think they're really putting too much pressure on this whole like looks thing it's really like i don't know how they got into that mindset but yeah, they did so in the video. my whole watching that and like i have a completely different take on it is that that the incel community at the very least the incel community that we saw in this video it's not really for in their minds it is about them being celibate but i don't think it actually is i think they're it's literally a group of um people who, with mental disorders because in that list he listed a number of different things that yeah. he has been diagnosed with and things that don't technically exist but that he um exhibits. feels yeah. exhibits um and i think it's literally a group of um people with all these mental disorders a lot of anxiety things that um cause them to separate themselves from other people because they can't handle being around a group of people because in that video he was talking about he stays home Mm -hmm. like he stays at his computer for like two days straight Mm -hmm. and doesn't go outside um and whatnot that found each other and blame other people maybe because they aren't getting the help they need um maybe you know they aren't getting the help they need to do that and then also there is a stigma stigma on people who are mentally ill um and if you have a bunch of people who cannot regulate um things about like um maybe what is right and wrong a voice of reason um or how to um interact with people socially because there are mental disorders where people don't understand oh this is so like this is wrong socially um and whatnot then of course you're going to easily go to extremes Mm -hmm. and blame other people and i think like for me that's what it seems like and there needs like they need help definitely because we heard like someone mentioned it was like there is a, a high rate of suicide among them. Mm-hmm. And suicide is a symptom of a lot of mental disorders. Mm-hmm. Suicide in and of itself is not a disease. It's a symptom of a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. And that and, and is sadly not a symptom you can get over mm-hmm. if you um, complete the action. Right. And especially because he clearly didn't have anyone around him. <clears throat> exactly. So if people are telling you these things and they had this like diagram or picture mm-hmm. or whatever, drawing of some dude named Chad. Which is basically like I, I want. I'm not gonna an idol to them, like a god, mm-hmm. like an idol. Yeah, um, the ultimate man, right? Like right. Something mm-hmm. that they in their minds could never obtain. Because right. It's so easy for him. So they set an unattainable goal, which will also always, always make them feel like they can't be that. Exactly. And and then it's like I was gonna say, they don't have that person in their life to tell them you can be what you want, and you don't mm-hmm. have to be that because exactly. I, I can be Beyonce, but in my own field. You know, and I say Beyonce because she's like a social exactly. icon. Or yeah. But um, you know, you can be, you can be your own idol. Like you know, you don't, you know, you know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> That's pretty. That video really was dark. Like I'm sad now. Yeah. That, that no, was me was. Saturday when I was telling y'all I was watching. I was just reliving all the feelings I felt when after the Pulse nightclub shooting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like to me, I, I could never walk around telling people they'll never be something. 
Um, I can never go up and shoot people. I can't run people down in a crowd. Like, yeah. watching someone die, like, th- that that's not okay. That's for me. But for them, they could mm-hmm. have had some mental thing going on where that they didn't have that connection of sadness for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I can't say, like, that's wrong, but it's funky, man. Absolutely <laughs> crazy. And then shout out to Reddit for... Mm-hmm. It, at least like Doing clearly these thing. people have like fallen through through like you know that cliche cracks. cracks yeah like they, they've clearly fallen through the cracks the people who are society who is around them who should have been checking this type of personality this type of aggression um it has clearly failed and so at least mm-hmm. like on in the online dimension they've been able to be like all right well this is come not- together and yeah build this up because now they're gaining a lot of yeah they're gaining a lot of traction mm-hmm. especially with this whole like uh this past whole week my i'm friends with a lot of sex workers on my facebook and literally that's what they've been posting mm-hmm. and sharing all yeah. week is that this one guy who uh, identifies as an incel has been telling guys, if you know women that are selling their nudes, have premium Snapchats, um, basically any kind of sex worker, even though he doesn't know this information, in his mind, they're not paying their taxes. So y'all need to get together and report them to the IRS. Yeah. And then the incels are all getting together with the people who are shamers and the people who are um, just like hating against people that do sex work. For sure. I think a lot of that starts with your family life when Mm -hmm. at a young age, because we see it um, like we write off mental things. Um, yeah. Like, for example, anxiety or depression. That's one of the biggest ones. Yeah. Um, older generations are saying all these kids these days are depressed. And exactly. you know, it's because they're able to exhibit it because they have that that that's uh, comfortable. The circle around them, the support mm-hmm. system for they sure. need to say it. And because you didn't, that's a problem. It's not Previously, a problem that we're sharing. People who would talk about their people. Yeah, yeah. people who would talk about mental illness, you would just immediately go to a psychiatric ward and be locked up right yeah. immediately shocked like, out of you you know right. what i mean like help you it was all. not a safe thing mm-hmm. it was not a to it was not be not, normal yeah. yeah and now it's like we're moving towards a culture where like if you have an issue like we have free count it's you know it's the issue like we have free counseling like don't don't wait for a problem if you see something say something like yeah. that's right. huge and so but back then no i mean one of my best friends her grandmother and her her grandmother's mother had shock therapy and they had bipolar for disorder postpartum oh. or just um, postpartum, yeah, yeah. For postpartum, and it's just ridiculous. It's yeah. absolutely so it was not a safe place. But this, this, the insult, the, the. especially for women, because if I'm correct, women mostly inhabited psychiatric wards, mm-hmm. yeah. and and it, I know it's not exactly the same today, but like with as we said, I'm gonna just market shaming, but like with shamers, you're basically saying something's wrong with them, mm-hmm. you know, um, not them, like the people. The people who exhibiting oh. sexual behavior. Yeah. Exactly. People are saying something's wrong with them. Yeah. And that's not true. And usually it's women because for some reason, as we've said before, women can't be sexual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and actually that was part of the video that insoles have overly like he was saying it as if it was a fact. He was like, Women oh, you know, yeah, have sex with over a hundred women. A hundred twenty to twenty three interviewer, she um she was saying she was like, I don't that's I've so never heard anyone with that number. He was like, "Yeah, ask anyone who's twenty two or twenty three. And I'm like, "And someone fed majority- him this information. I yeah, they're yes. all spreading this information. They think it, it's fact it, within it, themselves. It, yes, mm-hmm. it it is spread within themselves. It is a lack of trust of outside of them for sure. Because for more than likely, somewhere in their lives, fake news that they've had people downgrade them so much that even if they were willing to try." to go outside and deal with other people 
that they've been downgraded so much. It was like, you're so weird. You're like, um, they've you're, been shunned. You, they've been shunned so much that they've just closed off on themselves. And but finding someone who is like them, they're like, oh For yeah. Sure. And like PSA, real quick, it takes one person to break a cycle. It does. Yeah. So like when I was in high school, if you're new to the marching band, like if you're a freshman or if you're new, you're mm-hmm. considered a crab. And when you're new to things, like for example, in TV, and I'm saying this TV um, mm-hmm. depictions of fraternity and sororities. If you're new, you're beat up on. You're considered Hazed. less. Hazing. Yes, and that's just in movies and TVs. Like, look, I don't know. I'm not saying that about fraternities and sororities, but if you're doing that to someone, like I knew people that were mean to the freshmen in band. Mm-hmm. If you're doing that, they're gonna do it. Yeah. And my exactly. older sister told me to do it, and I said I would never do that to somebody because they're gonna do it. Exactly. And then they're going to keep doing it. And it might be fun and games for some people. Some people might, might be able to handle that. And they might right. think like, oh, this is Grow fun. From it, yeah. But you have no idea like you who no idea you could break. You have is. no idea who you can break. It's part of that too. Um, because uh, I've had several, several friends where um, like certain things we most definitely didn't say around them because of their home life. Like yeah. you never know. Right. Like, um, I we were actually like my drama club in high school. Oh, no. We were talking about you, like in this this kind of separate, but you just never know what anyone's home life is mm-hmm. because, um, we ended up like somehow none of the guys in drama club ended up showing up that day and whatnot, and so it just ended up becoming like a little powwow for all the girls to talk, Aww. and it was so heartbreaking to find out exactly how many of the girls in this drama club and there's only like about 20 of us like well no actually there was a good it was more than 20 around that time but how many of them had been sexually molested by family members really not even anyone outside family members Mm -hmm. blood relatives yep when they were children yep and ongoing yep and this and this was just this one club we weren't even like this came up from something completely else, but ended up turning into that. You never know. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. So I was like, you never know any actions that you do, anything that you might say might have a greater impact than you think. For sure. Yeah. Um. I was gonna piggyback off of that. Um. I was in a book club. I'm still in it. Oh, hi, train. Um. Mm-hmm. And the topic was the books that we had read both dealt with sexual assault and, mm-hmm. and rape and. Literally, the book club is all women and one guy. But the guy just didn't happen to be there that time. But, like, literally, I would say about, like, five of the seven members of the book club had been, like, raped in their lifetime. Mm -hmm. And they were all sharing their stories. And it was so, like, like, I don't, it was a weird feeling because, like, it was, like, a shared, like, experience. Mm -hmm. But it was sad that we had to share that experience. It was really weird. I don't know. And this is a side thing. This doesn't need to be in it. But, um... It's so weird because in both of your stories, the men weren't there. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird. And um, and this isn't me creating a subgroup at all. Like, this is yeah. just my observation. Um, like, and I mentioned it to you before where um, the Me Too movement really kind of left men out. Mm-hmm. For sure. Me personally, I felt left out because I, w- I wasn't raped or anything, but I was sexually assaulted for I don't know how many years. And mm-hmm. so when I would see people on Facebook saying um, me too like my friends on Facebook would be like hashtag me too ladies share your story and I'm like exactly that's why I was very proud um, Terry Crews mm, oh yes. When, yes. Like, yes even so with all that he went out and told his story and I'm like yes because it's not just women and yeah. truthfully like yes women 
like through society are like hushed More, up. Yeah. But men are hushed up even worse. Like it's like like oh no that didn't happen. Like a like you know all these stories about um, teachers having sex with their students. If it's a, if it's if the student is a boy, I was like, oh no, he was glad about it. I'm like, right, no, yeah. They say that for anything. Like if uh, adult, I know there are a couple celebrities. I know Chris Brown, like his babysitter ended up like, I I guess sexually assaulting him, raping him or whatever, wow. and he was like. Well, that's his first sexual experience, but it's not really your first sexual experience mm-hmm. because it was sexual assault. She was, was way sex. much, much older. Than you. She was much, much older than you. She, she had no business like having sex with a child. Like, right. Exactly. But they don't right. think of it that way because like society is like, oh, you should be happy. It's like you're a man. Yeah. You know, I thought that's, that's why he want. got a lot of problems now. Not to self diagnose, right. but he got, yeah. That, that's probably also where these guys come from because exactly. you're a man. You should enjoy this. You should be getting this. Mm-hmm. And they're not. Yeah. Exactly. So Which, something's wrong. Yeah. yeah. And that, like, that's. Like, because they're operating off of, like, these terrible stereotypes, that whole thing. It was like, oh, you know, women are having sex with literally everyone, you know, 100-something Except women, for me. And, right. Except for me. Yeah. And it was, like, like outside of the, like, the feeling I have that, that it's just, it's a lot of mental illnesses running throughout this group. It is thing of, I'm like, you don't go outside to meet women. Right. I'm you're like, probably he, doing like lunch, it was so. like you don't you, you don't go to school you don't have a job you mm. stay home and Dude. I was like most relationships happen from proximity yeah right. if you're around someone long enough mm-hmm. you, you might know, catch feelings for them exactly right. and that's what I, like it's a thing like there was some um other YouTube video I was watching and they were talking about that um it was like oh you know pretty much it was it was kind of like a series about dating and like mm-hmm. finding someone to date and whatnot they were talking about it was like yeah a lot of relationships happen through proximity oh for sure that's one of my favorite favorite psychology concepts is mm-hmm. self-fulfilling prophecy you think you can't get them so you make sure like subconsciously you make sure mm-hmm. you can't get them um and that's kind of what they're doing you don't go outside because you think you're not gonna get anybody you exactly. think people think this about you mm-hmm. and in some cases they might but it's not everybody so they're kind of just making and I don't want to say I'm blaming on them, but like just mentally, like subconsciously, I do that. I think people think I'm annoying, so I pull myself away from people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's something everyone goes through. People, we all stay in our minds a lot of the time. We stay in our head, and then all of a sudden, we think all these things that people we think other people think about us, and it leads. It's very unhealthy, and it sucks, you know, <laughs> for everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> LOL. We went from so happy to dark. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. I can't wait to listen to this back. <laughs> and just be like, how was all mood shift? It was great. Right. I mean, it's really good topics. No, honestly, I'm happy. This is like an adult mature conversation. Good for us. Yeah. Good <laughs> for us. <laughs> we adult living this guy. And um, then go for it. I was just going to say, I definitely invite people to share their stories and their opinions. Because um, yeah. y'all have a, y'all mean a Twitter, correct? Yes. Um, it will soon be y'all's Twitter. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll take it over and we can revamp it. But we are Pillow Talk DM on Twitter. Y'all should tweet this video. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I will take these links and I'll just be putting them out there. Like boom, yeah, yeah, take yeah. so yeah. be on the lookout. Yeah, for the link um, to that video. What's time? Ah, uh, fifty three. Fifty three. Yeah. Yeah. This is also I keep kind of going back to this because i know it can be a stigma and i know that's not at all what mm-hmm. anybody in this room is saying but just for listeners out there who might feel offended mm-hmm. if it's not saying that mental illness immediately means 
that you're part of like an incel group or that exactly. you have a tendency no. towards violence whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Like whatsoever. Um, it's yeah. just this group just so right. happens yeah. to be kind of closely related to the mental. But I don't think mental health or mental illness makes you do. I don't. I mean, to to an extent, it doesn't make you do anything that you wouldn't normally do. I guess if you're right. not taking care of yourself. Yeah. If you're not following the proper right. medication, yeah. proper um. Help right. as far as seeing right. Help. If don't, you're don't be afraid to get help because that's what I was talking about. Like I feel like it's a group of people who are not getting help, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. like there's a number of those things where it's like you get you know if you're if you're talking to a counselor or um for some things that there there is a medication that can help you, mm-hmm. you know, and oh. there is no shame in getting help for yourself, right? right? But a, a lot for of people... some reason society puts mm-hmm. a stigma on it. And I'm like, you know what? Do you? You, you want to be healthy. Society right. sucks. You man. need to be healthy. Like, at this point, forget society. <laughs> worry about you. Right. right. All These days, I'm only thinking about how we're floating on our dying rock. Right. Yeah. These, <laughs> these days. Because you put that in my head. And, no, you didn't put it in my head. But, that, you know, it's like, it's real. Like, that's yeah. a real thing. And we put so much. Like, we, everything we do is, is absolutely meaningless yes. and completely meaningful in our in our astronomy class today we learned that we only discovered 3983 other planets besides this one none of which we know are habitable and they're only giant planets because they're easier to see right and so there's Whoa. probably such an infinite amount of planets we're focused on this one and how we all hate each other and other certain <laughs> groups like can you imagine if there were like another species similar to us on another has planet? To be. There has That's to be. exciting. Y'all know the I just thought about this, but they also the incel group reminds me of this marketing principle. And I think it's also a communication thing. And I forget what it's called. It's gonna drive me crazy. But it's basically like different stages of personal responsibility. So you start kind of like as a child where you want everything and you don't really care the consequences. Mm-hmm. Then it goes to the next stage. It's like pre- something and then post something pre-conventionality i don't know i'll figure it out but um then it's like i do right because it's what i'm told then the yeah. next stage is i do right because if other people see me do wrong then i get punished i know exactly what and then about, there's the last that stage name. that says i do right because i know it's right mm-hmm. and because i feel like doing right um you know what i'm talking about i do know what is you're it moral about. development I don't know. it might be what are the names in it uh, let me click on you like, <laughs> there's Oh, okay, I don't think this is it. This didn't say anything you just said. Oh, oh. um, there's stages. It says pre-conventional, conventional, post-conventional, and then it's like talk about self-selection of universal topics. LOL. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> it but says they, Kohlberg's theory of moral development. They seem like they seem like the people who don't are teetering that. on the edge of like I do right because society will strike me down if I don't. Yeah, and mm-hmm. like they break, break, and then they just explode oh my gosh and during the video one the guy says like well i don't think we're dangerous we just we're very um we're very what did he say timid he said we're docile we're men and it ha- we have something inside of us it's yes. like dude rage pure yeah. pure mm-hmm. rage but we're not the angry yeah, one he, he 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 said that and then he described himself as meek but the thing is meek is not weak meek mm. is literally is where you can get violent if need be. And I've actually had that explained explain to me in high school because um, I have a bad tendency of, of holding in my anger. Mm-hmm. And eventually you get to a point where you can't do it. Right, right. And, and this that's... was... Oh, yeah. It wasn't after. I don't think it was after um, 
where I actually just lost control. But it was a thing of because he he could see it that um because it it was something that was happening. I was very frustrated, and all I did was yell at um the drama club or whatever. And um he and he was talking to them. And he was like, "Here's he he was like, y'all need to listen to her because while you think in everyday life because she's so bubbly and happy that she's a pushover, she 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 is not. She's very meek." And he was like, and don't get me wrong, that is not weak. Meek is not weak. Meek is literally where you don't feel the need to express your um, strength mm-hmm. constantly because you don't have to. But if you need to, you most definitely will. And sure. that is what you can see in those episodes because I didn't even know that some of those um, criminals consider themselves incels, that there was more than besides, you know, what – what I had seen in news coverage of mm-hmm. them. All I heard was, oh, mental illness, done. That sure. was it. So hearing that, I'm like, oh. It just, mm. Ah. Oh. Okay, we're at 59 minutes now. Yeah. <laughs> this song um, is short, though. But, okay, let's go ahead and wrap this guy yeah. up. Yeah, we got Closing some stuff to edit. Closing statements, y'all. Um, mine is definitely see something, say something. Yes. <laughs> I'm serious. See something, and that comes with your own family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Most definitely, your own family, your friends. Like it's gonna be awkward, for sure. But right. it's worth it to say something versus to let it slide by. Better and, safe than sorry. and become something you can never fix. Sure. Better safe than sorry. If you're worried, look it up. Get help. Like mm-hmm. ask questions. There's nothing wrong with asking questions. For sure. It's a lot. I don't know. <laughs> uh, my closing statement is just bye. Everybody have a great just bye. Have yeah. a great weekend. <laughs> yeah. Hug one another. Uh, yeah. Bring Find put good time. in the put good in the atmosphere and not evil. For sure. Oh, <laughs> Find for sure. some time to relax. Good vibes. Because finals are most definitely a thing. That's yes. Up. For follow sure. us on Twitter. Good Happy conversation. Uh, Thanks for sticking around. Wait. Um. My closing statement is super quick. Yes. Wait, what are you trying to press? <laughs> <laughs> That's scary. Yeah. Um, but my closing statement goes back to the first part of our show. Um, just because I relate to it the most. Yes. Um, don't be afraid to express yourself. Um, I know it's definitely hard right now, but keep leading the change. Yes. Lead the change. Like it has to change one day. Have courage. For sure. Yes. Okay, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. We uh y'all chose the song this time. December by Arena Grande. I see it's a holiday song. Not it. That was all mystique. Oh, You've you're... been listening to Pillow Talk here on 88.5 FM WCG Cooker Radio. My name is DC. That's mystique over there. <laughs> I'm mystique. Um, I'm Matthew Moon. Nia's still here. Woo-woo. And have we'll see you next time. Bye. I'm just glad you waited two days. When December comes, I bet you want to Wrap me all up and take me home But you'll see what I look like under them lights Go keep it quiet, whatever we do I'm just tryna keep my baby warm to look at a time I'm just tryna get me something to remember to the summertime Butter is on your list, I'll do it Whatever it is, you know I'll do it Merry Christmas, here I am, boy Gotta love you, gotta give you all I can, boy Merry Christmas, here I am, boy I'm a present and you know it
Christmas here I am.